Okay. I'm it's live already. What does he need? Huh? All right. My who? Oh, they're in Kodesh behind me. So uh, just a couple minutes of emails before we start this year in two minutes. Shalom Aleichem. That's the wrong Kormuth. The wrong Kormuth. The wrong Kormuth. Shalom Aleichem. From? From? Unbelievable. You guys continue with the coffees. However, once year starts, people have complained that it's very noisy. So eventually we'll have a, sh- a cutoff switch. We have a floater here. All right. First, I just want to say thanks for an amazing shir. Your charts and charisma give a whole new level to my learning and the daf. I enjoy the shir so much that I actually can't wait to listen. There's no doubt that this is the best daf on the internet. May Hashem give you the strength to keep going and eventually I just added that myself. <laughs> I actually go to a live daf Yoimi Shir at 6.30 a.m. But I get up at about 4, 5 a.m. to do your daf first and use the 6.30 one as a review. This guy is a daf Yoimi machine. An addict. I also watch your 8 minute on the way to work and sometimes on the way home from work as a review. I can't wait to meet you. I will emerge to be in Israel next week and look forward to meeting you at the Chabura and attend the live daf. I keep telling my wife we have to move to RBS. I'm going to try to make it there Tuesday and would love to sponsor the morning daf that day. Please let me know where I can send my credit card info. P.S. I'm also bringing more coffee. I ordered three big Folgers. Yishkoyach Reb David address. I think that's how you pronounce his name, something like that. Address, address, we'll see when he comes here. Exactly. Nachainer. We, we have a minute. Okay. Hello, Rebbe. Huh? I'm not even going to repeat. You stick to your songs. You're in charge of singing. Hello, Rebbe. Here, this guy's talking to you. Yes, I'm referring to you as Rebbe, as I definitely learned much more than a Teva Achas from you since I started listening. I already sent you an email. I'm the guy who's very happy with the different sheer singing. Blame my Chovetz Chaim education for that. You don't need to read this email on video, so of course, yeah, it's the reverse psychology thing. The last time you did, you definitely increased my Shalom bias. I just showed it to my wife with ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Many, many times. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. And she believes I'm learning that, she believes that I'm learning the daf each day. Little does she know that I just watched the email portion of the shir. <laughs> but that goof is why I'm writing again. I just feel I need to let you know the following is your chizuk you're doing, at least you can do for chizuk. A few points. If you read them, great. Fine. Hearing the emails before the shir is amazing. I get such chizuk from how people are connecting and learning, and I'm sure that many others feel the same way. It's also a great way to throw in a quick joke or comment, opening the learning with the Dover Shabbat The singing is great, Judah. Keep it up. As Chazal, I'm already working on an album called The 8-Minute Daf's Greatest Hits. <laughs> and this one is serious. As I mentioned, I'm a Rebbe in Los Angeles. You know this guy? 
at Amic Hebrew Academy in the Heliga Valley. I teach first grade, and he's been giving shiurim to men and, and fathers. The kids are, I decided recently to start giving a shir again. But here's the point. Though I teach young children and use many visual aids, I never gave much thought to how helpful these can still be to adults. You've shown me, inspired me to add proper charts, pictures, and fun stuff to my shir to make it more accessible. I'm making these as I prepare to give the shir. You should keep it up. Ramosha Trapper. I stuck in the Reb. Oh, you know him? Yoga. Oh, you know him. I Rosenstein, the Kamianskis, and... And Rabbi Kramer, also from Los Angeles. Fine. And here we go, Rabbi Sai. Today is Dafyu Tess. If you just tuned in for the emails, you can turn it off right now. Where's my water? Oh, scratch a new one. At least without the. Okay. So we're discussing whether or not the dead understand what's going on, what they hear, what they don't hear. Rabbi Yonison, if you recall, yesterday was walking the Beis HaKfaris. I'm completely confused there. I have Chaim Kornbluth and Yisachar Bram on my left. I don't know what just happened. It's a whole different matzav. You, you throw me off. You believe you belong there. You be, I don't know where you belong. At least maybe on your father's seat. Where's the, where, where's the seat? Oh, you. You're in the wrong place. But That's a Kornbluth seat. Don't, don't even... Okay. Fine. Vav Rabbi Yonason Hodabe. So Rabbi Yonason and Rabbi Chia were walking the Beis Akfaras, and Rabbi Chia tells Rabbi Yonason, your tzitzis are dragging on the grave, and Rabbi Yonason tells him, Vameisim einim yoidim umo, shom aleichem. They don't know anything. Says the Gemara that he, to- he took it back. Domer Rabbi Shumo Barach Meinu, Rabbi Yonason, Menayin lameisim shem sapim zem zeh. They do speak to each other. Shenemar, Vayoyim Hashem Elov. Hashem tells Moshe, Zoy Saritz Hashem Nishbati Lavrom, Litzchok Liyakov, Leymar, right before Moshe Rabbeinu dies. Hashem says, You see the land? It's right here. My Leymar, says Rabbi Yonason. Oma Kodesh Borchul Moshe, Leichem Marlohem, Lavrom, Litzchok Liyakov, Shvush, Nishbati Lochem, Kvakiyamtil Vnechem. It's interesting, Gemara, that Akush Borchul tells Moshe Rabbeinu, I want you to be the messenger to tell Avrom, Litzchok Liyakov, Look, I fulfilled my obligation, I fulfilled my Shvuah. So what's the Raya? If the dead don't care about what's going on in this world, why would Akash Baruch Hu tell Moshe Rabbeinu, tell the obvious who don't care about what's going on in this world? They're in a different place, in a better place. What do they care? Elamai, you see, they do care. So it's a right that the dead do understand, they do care, and they do know what's going on. Elamai, the Yodi. So Elamai, the obvious. Do care, they do know. So then why did Akash Baruchu tell Moshe Rabbeinu to tell them? Shouldn't they know this on their own? It's in order that the Avais should have an opportunity to say thank you to Moshe Rabbeinu for taking such good care of their descendants. Give them an opportunity to meet. Here, you go tell them. I heard so much about you. Thank you so much for taking care of my children. Fine. This is the end of the sugya. Last night, uh, one of our older guys in the Chabur came over to me and asked me, so, so what, what's Lamaskana? Does my father know that I'm doing this and this? That I do all this learning for him? What's Lamaskana? It's, I didn't get a Clarkite. On the one hand, we see that the dead hear from other dead. On the other hand, you could say that they, they know on their own. 
it, uh, look into it. I'm not 100% sure. They don't know that much. They know some things. In a, on one hand, you see that they know some. On the other hand, the Gemara says they don't know anything. I ain't chump. Okay. So if you have rice, you should have uh, inserted in the Gemara. Omer Avin Zot. What? No, the Gemara says he wasn't Chayzer, but the Gemara says perhaps he only went, Moshe Rabbeinu only went to say hello to them for, for Akar Satayv. That's the end of the sugya. It was Akar Satayv, not because no, he wanted to know. Rabbi Yonison brings the positive, and he believes in that, that the dead don't know anything. The Gemara shrugged it up and said, that you could say that it means that it's referring to the Rishayim. But if you hold like Rabbi Yonison, it's referring to even Sadiqim, and they don't know anything. They don't care about what's going on here. So, anyways... Omar Rabbi Yitzchok, kol amisaper achrei ames. If you talk about the dead, kilu misaper achrei oeven. It's like talking about a stone. It doesn't do anything. Either because they, they simply don't they don't know that you're talking about them, so they, they don't care. If they don't know, they don't care. When you're up there, what difference does it make when a, a shaita down here says something about you? It doesn't make any. It doesn't make a difference. There's once a story, somebody was talking about Marshmul. Question, here's a riddle. Who's Marshmul's father? Oh, Abba, very good. Okay, at least somebody was listening yesterday. Marshmul, yesterday we had Shmuel, the whole story was Shmuel, and his father told him, you're about to die. Here, he died. He died, and somebody said something about him. Benofal Kanyo. Mitlola, so uh, like a, a pole fell off the roof, and it, and it pierced the membrane surrounding the guy's brain. Interesting lotion. Instead of saying it, it pierced his brain, it pierced the membrane around his brain. So Akoponim, you see that you can't talk about people that died. Shmuel didn't care. Either Shmuel didn't know and, or Shmuel didn't care. Who cares? You don't talk about my tzaddikim like that. And he hit him with a pole in the head. If you speak about Tamid Chachamim after their nifter, you fall into Gehenim. If you like lean crookedly, will lead you into Gehenim. Shalom Yisrael. What does it mean, Shalom Yisrael? Afilu Shalom Yisrael. Even if the tzaddik is b'menucha and oylam emes, he's b'shalom. Hashem will guide him into Gehenim. If you saw, you witnessed that Chacham didn't avera, don't don't think about him. Don't think that he's a Russia Shema also tshuva, because perhaps he did tshuva. Shema Elavadi also tshuva. You have to know, huh? What you say? No, that's not what it says. Tshuva, you're learning Belash and Tshuva. Vade also Tshuva. He wrote a Tshuva that it's mother. Very funny. I missed you, Chaim. Come more often. You guys hear what he said? Tshuva, he's learning, means that he wrote a Tshuva that what he did is not Osir. If Tamil Chacham didn't have very between him and Akadish Baruchu, then I have to assume that he did tshuva. If he was mazik something, it's not, he didn't steal, but he did something that has to do with monetary 
tshuva, you have to, you have to pay back. So you pay back. It means you have to give it back. You have to make sure. Don't assume that he did tshuva until you know for a fact. Between Ben Adam and Chaveroi, that you have to see for yourself that he did tshuva. Ben Adam and is something else. He went into a corner and spoke like Baruch and asked for forgiveness. So now, once we're mentioning Rabshu Ben Levi, so the Gemara says, uh, Huh? Yeah, that what? Right, I said it's not, it's not Gneva. Right, I don't know if you noticed, I said under my breath, it's not talking about Gneva, it's talking about some monetary issue. Maybe it was by mistake. Why are you involved? No, so there's some, some sort of by mistake. Okay. No, but you have to, why are you involved? Because you saw it happening. Three Mishra is a little hard. Saying like, you saw it, so like you need to feel better about it? Like what's, why you are you saw, involved? You saw, yeah. you saw Tam Chacham have a little car accident. He brushed the guy's thing, and he maybe uh-huh. didn't okay. notice, and he went weiter. So, Thornhill, Canada. Shkoyah for watching. Detroit, Michigan. Kvaldik, all the shout-outs. Bomber Levi. We have some good ones. Vilna, Vilna, Vilna's still watching? Suradasa, Eli Kamiansky and Suradasa. Bari Yeshuv and Levi. People don't know what that is. They think it's like a hospital or something. Bari Yeshuv and Levi, Besim Rabbah Mekomis, Besim and Adonal Rav. So now we have a whole sugya, and this is going to bring us to the end of today's daf, that there's 24 places in Mishnayis that you see that the Besdin puts a person in Cherim, in Nidui, in excommunication, because a person didn't treat his Rav respectfully. We got Spain. Oh, the guy in Spain had a tie I forgot what it was. I got an email from him. Spain. Oh, something with the, uh, the eight minute dap didn't come out in time, right? You'll say, what was that? Yeah, that, that's what it was. Okay, we apologize. We had an issue. The, the, the eight minute dap is going to start coming out earlier, hopefully, without all the technical difficulties. What you're saying is, Baruch right? There's a tie that Hashem has. That there was this girl who, who made fun of the book with her bar- 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 bar. She laughed at the way he looked. And then her oh, face yeah, yeah. went, her, her mouth went palsy. out. Palsy? Yeah. So they called her Saul and he was in, on a trip to Vilna with a lot of them. They asked him to go for Baruch Bar's cover to ask Mechila. This is the Nachim Seltzer talking now, yeah, and, story and, time. And so he, he, they went. They went to the cover to ask Mechila with a minion, and afterwards her face went back. So over there they asked Mechila from a Baruch Bar. So you could say Shemayim was what did it to her originally. But afterwards, they went to the kever. Right, but, but there is, Kilo, right, there's a the concept Saturday. of talking by the kever, the neshama is there. It that might that be different. We're saying, does, we, had, we, had, we, had, we had, the, the, the case in the Gemara was, does a father know the tsar of a son when he forgets his learning? That's, that's different. Anyways. Matis from Vilna and Jacob from Spain. Givaldic. Okay, that's it. The Chulon says the Gemara, Shonino b'Mishnah Seinu. All 24 cases are in the Mishnah. Omer Belazar. Hecha, I did a quick check in my head. I went through Mishnayis. I don't know what you're talking about. Go figure it out. So he went, he opened up the Mishnayis, he started looking. He only came up with three. No chairs left. What's going on here? Here, for, for the guys in Vilna in Spain, just uh, we're going to have video cameras. I'll show you right over there on top. In the corner, there's a video that Oh, no, I forget that. But here, this is what it looks like when there's no space. All right. Good. Now you see. You have to feel part of it. So we, we're, those cameras, that camera in the corner, that camera up there, one of them is going to show the oilam during the shear. So they'll be, feel a little bit more part of it. <laughs> they only found three out of 24. 
Which one? If somebody is mezazel, he treats the kinds of sedayim lightly. And that's If he talks not nicely about a Talmud Chacham after he's nifter, and talking not nicely to Rebbeinu Shloilam, which is the same concept of being mezalz Where is it in the Mishnah? This nan. Who It's talking about a kavim mehalalal. A mashkim Whether or not you give. The Mesaita, you have a, a Saita, a woman who was warned by her husband not to be misyached with another man, and she was, so you give her this drink. If she drinks it and she was misyached, she explodes. Can you do it for a is a convert? Says the Gemara, so the Mishnah says, the Kabbalah Mahalal says, Loi, you don't do it for a Giyaris. You do give it for a Giyaris. Rashi says maybe he was in a place, maybe that was her name. Shifcha Mishukhreris Birushalayim. She was a Mishukhreris, meaning she used to be a slave, and she's free now, and that was part of the Machloikis. Vishkua Shmai Vaftalian. Who Shmai Vaftalian? Shmai Vaftalian, the famous Rabbeim of Hillel and Shammai. And they were from Sancheriv. They were Gairim. Question if they were themselves became Gairim or. Maybe their fathers became Gerim because it's, it, they were the heads of Klai Yisrael and Sahar. You can't really be a Ger. They say they were so great that even a Ger, birth certificate, right? It's the whole, you can't have, what? Yeah, but was he the head? Kiva was the head of Klai Yisrael. Probably his father was the Ger. So Akav said something not that nice. He said, Dugma Yishkua. So either the Pshad is, according to the Rashi, that they... They, they gave her to drink because they were Geirim and they wanted to show that even Geirim, this Giyaris, this Meshukhreris is like somebody in Klai Yisrael, so they did it as an example. Or Taisa says they gave her like a placebo, a fake, fake water. Either way, what he said wasn't so nice because he was referring to them in a derogatory way that they're Geirim. And they put him in Geirim. And and they wanted to show, and they did skila to his coffin. They threw rocks at his coffin. Yeah, but he said it in a not when a dugma school. Dugma means because they gerim, they didn't hold like that la They held like that because they were gerim. They had a personal bias to show that this mshuchrer should be. Not that they came up with the svara. The way they said it was a zilzal. And what happened over there? This not Omer Biyuda, and this is the continuation of that Mishnah. It's impossible to say that the nidu happened to him. When Klai Yisrael came to the Azara on Erev Pesach, and everybody was there, nobody was as great as the Kavi B'Mahal B'Chochma B'Tahara B'Yiras Chait. So it's impossible that somebody like that they'll put him in a nidu. Elo is mi nidu as the Lord's ben Chanoich. He wasn't careful with Tisa Daim. They put him in Cherim, Mukishemais. And when Elaz ben Chanoch died, Cholchu Bezdin, Venichu, Evan Gdela, Arainai, they didn't literally take stones and throw it at his Arain. They put one stone on top of his Arain, showing that there is skila after death. If you die within a Nidui, then they, they stone your coffin. What's the third one? This nan. Why is his name Choyni Because he made a circle around himself. There's no rain. 
He made a circle and he says, Rabbi Nishalei, I'm not coming out of the circle until you give us rain. So it started raining. He says, nah, you call this rain, this is too light. So it started raining really, really hard. He says, no, this is too hard. Until it started raining normally. The problem is that he said it, he, he was demanding. He said, I need rain, I want rain, I'm not moving. You don't talk like that, Agosh Baruch So he says, Shem Yoshev says, Now his name is forever, because he made a circle. I have to put you in Kherim. If you weren't the famous Khoini, I would have put you in Kherim. You deserve Kherim, I'm not giving you Kherim. Yosef, what do we have today? What's going on? You're not doing your job. Okay. You're like a, a nudging child that keeps on begging. Fine, but the way he did it wasn't the greatest way to go about it. And if you talk like that to Rabbi Shalom, you deserve Nida. Anyways, Nidui, sorry, Nidui. Says Rabbi Lazar, I only found three places in Shas, in, in all Mishnayas. So how did you come up with 24? Don't look if you are a little queasy. This is a D Mekulos. Basically, this is how they did the Karim Pesach. They, and their, the feet and the, uh, the, the, the hind legs were with the body. And they put it on a skewer, on a spit, and they turned this thing over the coals. They roasted the entire thing in one piece. Taidas, where did he live? In Rome. There's no carbon Pesach in Rome. But he made a minog. He figured that it's Kedai for Klai Yisrael to remember the carbon Pesach in Rome. So let's do it exactly like the carbon Pesach. Oh, so they told him you deserve Nidu. Why? All right, 65. <laughs> if you weren't Toydus, Chosh of a person in Rome, I'll put you in Kherim. Shatum Achilles Yisrael Kochim Bachutz. I have an email from somebody in, uh, not in Rome, Milano. I guess it's next to Rome somewhere. It's in Italy, somewhere, a couple of hours away. We'll read it at a different time. So, what's the problem? Somebody that's an Amaris doesn't know, you might think, oh, you could bring a carbon Pesach outside of Bishamigdash and you eat it. Look, it looks exactly like the Allah says. So, I have, I have a case number four where <clears throat> that uh, somebody, somebody deserves Nidoy in what? Somebody deserves Nidoy in the Mishnah. That's a Bryce and not a Mishnah. I'm talking about 24 places in the, in the Mishnah. It's not. This is the famous sugya of Tanush Lachnoi, the famous story in Baba Metziah. What happened? There's a halacha that if you have earthenware, klicheres, becomes tomei, you can't put it in a mikvah. The only eitza is, if you want to remove the tumah, is that you break it. If at least break it into pieces that are less than a roiv per piece. So you take a stove, the, made out of earthenware, it's tomei. Now you want to take the tomei out, so you break it, chop it up into pieces. Now he wants to put it back together again, like a puzzle. So he takes sand and he puts, he, he, he glues it together with sand. Sand is not earthenware. So Shiloh, Rabbi Lezer holds that the sand doesn't do anything to it. It doesn't create earthenware. And Memela, the taha, it's still tahar, 
it remains tar even though you have a full oven right now. Chacham say no, it's still tamay. Question is, does the original tumah come back? Could it be, it's just available for tumah? That's the machlaikas. The, the Gemara in Bama says real quickly that Rebelezer, he had tremendous proof. He had the Kharov the, the tree, the walls of the Bismarck started leaning, the Amas Hamayim stopped flowing, everything. Baskol comes out of Shemayim says, Rebelezer is 100% right. And they told him the famous thing, Loi Bashamayimi. And not only that, they put him in Kherim. They put him in Kherim and he dies in Kherim. It's an incredible story. As, as right as he was, he went against the Rabbim, he, get, he went against Chachamim. There's a lot of Rishonim on it. He went Misvara, they went B'Kabbalah, they knew what the Halacha was. And all his rights don't mean anything. We go by what we know, tradition. Wow. Nachman, you might have stark today. Came with a mood. Put the sand between each piece. Right? They chopped it up like sliced bread. They cut up this tanor. Now they have nice pieces. Now they put it back together again with sand. Why is it called like a snake? They surrounded him. They try to choke him with the halachas like a like a anaconda takes a, his prey, just wraps his body around it and squeezes him tight until he's done. That's what they try to do. What? Back to the safari. That's in. Uh, that's in. <laughs> they don't have anacondas. I don't think over there. They have other stuff. They have the cobras and stuff. But that's in uh, Florida. The guy that left uh, put in the Everglades. The, the I'll go upon him. What? Pythons, pythons. Now, there was boa constructor. They took, they took the taharis that he did in these ovens. He said, these ovens are kosher. The tar, they said, we have to show everybody that you're wrong. They take all the food. They burn it. And they gave it a, a big bracha. Bracha is a loshen saginah. Uh, not even a euphemism. It's a lashon like, you know, In other words, the opposite of a bracha. What, the, the biggest curse ever. They put him in a nidui right after he's. Yeah, yeah, sarcasm, exactly. Okay. Don't argue with the lawyer. So, after he's nifter, they took off the, the, the nidui. We're trying to come up with a, with, with a nidui, a cherem that happened in the Mishnah. It's not in the Mishnah. That's brought down in the Gemara somewhere. So where do you have 24 Mishnayis that discuss Nidui? Cherem. If I take these three cases, and the common denominator of these three cases is that a person fought, a Yochid fought the Rabbim. He went against the majority and, he, and he, was, he, was, he was stubborn about it. And he kept on going and going. Something like that has to be put in Kherim, like Rebbe Lazar. If somebody fights against somebody that's greater than him, says Rashi, also you go, you go into Kherim. It depends how strong your fight is, but you, you, you're insistent and you keep on going. And they, they tell you, look, we're Achnoi, we prove to you, we, we surround you, we, we give you all the rights, and you still keep on going. Kherim. 
24 times in Shisha Sidri Mishnah, you could find that concept where somebody went out of the way to fight against the majority and he deserved Khairim. That's why it's 24. No, it doesn't mean that they literally put him in Khairim. It means that he deserves the Khairim of those three times that they put him. They actually, three times they actually put him in Khairim. 21 times they should have put him in Khairim, but for whatever reason, he was a Godol, he was a this. They, like Shimon said, if you were not Khaini, I'd put you in Khairim. He, he said it twice, Shimon and Shadak. No, because those were different things. They were, it didn't happen in the Mishnah, it didn't happen here, whatever. Torah Abana. All the people that hold the pole barriers, the, the, the front ones that didn't get a chance to, they don't say Kriyashma, the ones in the back that got a chance to hold it, they do say Kriyashma. Early in the morning, it's not a, it's not a good idea to start a, a funeral procession because my Kriyashma comes and the halach is you have to say Kriyashma as soon as the, the, the sun comes. A couple of moments before sunrise, you're supposed to say Kriyashma. If they made a mistake and they started the funeral procession, you continue going on. But Rav Yosef's funeral, everybody knows, was very early in the morning. Rav Yosef is different. The covet of Rav Yosef, they, they decided to, to push off his man, or not push off his man, but push off the lechatchila part of it, of saying it right away. You'll say it later, say it like we do at 8 o'clock, because he's Adam Chashem. If a person is in the middle of a hesped, obviously, he's not stopping to say Krishna. He's in the middle of a hesped. But even the people listening, <coughs> they have halacha. They're sitting in the room and the guy is being masped, the part of the hesped. They disappear one by one. One guy leaves, it's not the biggest deal that one guy got up and said, Kriyashma, he comes back, his friend goes, etc. But if he's, the, the body's not there, so you don't have the issue of, of first of all, if the body's there, what's the issue? Like Larash, you can't say Kriyashma in front of the mace. The body's not there. No, they should all say Kriyashma. What about the poor of all who can't say Kriyashma? He doesn't say Kriyashma. What he should do is something called Tzidukadin. He accepts upon himself the terrible tragedy that just happened to him. I did a lot of sins. I, I sinned in front of you. My punishment is nothing compared to what I've done. Is that proper to say? It doesn't sound very good, right? I deserve a lot more, bring it on, kind of. You should close up the, the openings that we have. Okay? Yeah, it yeah, but don't say that you sinned and you deserve. Omar Abaya. A person shouldn't talk like that. The famous concept. You don't sit there and admit your guilt. Because then it's easier for the Satan to go to the Rebbe and say, look, he himself said he's guilty. Whatever it's called. Okay, I don't know what the Allah is. But this is not so much a knas. Uwah, knas. Knas is Gehenim. But this is uh, bad stuff. You can't say, I, I stole. Rebbe Hashem, I stole. That's, uh, what? 
What? They're not down you? It depends what you're down. But if you say specifically, I, I did X, Y, Z, then you can't bring a lawyer and say, well, he didn't mean it and he didn't this. You just admitted that you, you meant it and you deserve a lot more. It's not Kedai to mention it. Where do you see this Mephush in the Pazik? Shanemar. Kimat Kizdoimoyinu. By the Khurban, the, the, the people in Yushalayim said, we're almost like Zdoim, we're almost obliterated like Zdoim. Nothing was. All. So, later on, it says, Mahadalu Novi, Shimud Barashem, Kitsini Zdoim. Oh, you call yourself Zdoim? Very good. You're the, the, the rulers of Zdoim. The, the Pazik already called them Zdoim next. Kovrus Ames Vachazru. In Yichayim Lahatre Veligmar's Kula in. It says in the Mishnah that if they have a chance to say Kriyashma, they should say Kriyashma. If they don't have a chance to say Kriyashma, not. What about one Pasuk? Isn't it better just to say one Pasuk? All you have to say is one Pasuk. Say one Pasuk, say one Perik. According to the other man, no, one Perik. But why push it off? Say whatever you can say. They buried the dead and then they came back. So, Lamaisa, at the end of the day, all you need to do is one pasuk, and that's how we paskin. That's exactly what we meant to say. If they could say one pasuk before they do, Now, there's a Shiloh, an interesting Shiloh. What happens? It seems like from Rashi that if a person says this one pasuk, it's a very interesting Shiloh. What's going on? Right now it is a quarter to eight. So he knows that at uh, 20, uh, 10 to 8, there's going to be an aval coming out, and then he's going to be chayiv to say, he's going to have to tell him a good few words. But at a quarter to eight, he has a chayiv kriyashma. So, okay, so he tell him to say one pasuk. If he was talking to the aval, then he's part of him kriyashma. But he's not talking to the aval yet. The aval is coming soon. But here's the bigger problem. He started saying Shema Yisrael, Shema Yisrael, Shema Yisrael. Now he's Oisik mitzvah. Now he's already in the mitzvah of Kriyashma. What gives him a heter to stop at the Vahayim Shemaya and, and uh, Vayoymer and, and start talking to the novel? So that's a machlaikis really in the, in the Rishonim. If once you start, we give you a heter to start, and once you start, can you stop? Fine. We're in Ahmed Beis. If you test Ahmed Beis, in case you haven't noticed, we're in Mesechus Brachas. Not Bechars, exactly. He wasn't talking about you, Gary. <laughs> I did go, I'm serious. A couple of days ago, I, wa- I walked over to the guy in Chanichi. Where was, no, no, it's in our, in the, where we learned in the morning. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's Brachas, not Bechars. But he was holding Daf Lamed, so I guess he's doing his own. Uh... Anyway, we, we, we're, we're 18 Daf into the Masechta. 18 Daf, it's a tremendous accomplishment. Um, the other shir down the block also started with like 30, 40 people. They're down to five. It's a true, a huge accomplishment. We're, We're still here. here. We're what? They're all here. Oh, oof. no. Those are the Hebrew speaking guys. No, actually, the Hebrew speaking uh, shir I heard is doing very well. They actually want to move into this building. They have like 40, 45 guys, I heard, without children. <laughs> without coffee. Pizzuchim without coffee. But they're, they're going to have to drop those pizzuchim. Fine, Beis Hashem, to move in here. They drop what? them all the time. They drop them, yeah. Don't, I hope Yeshua's not listening. They're not coming, Yeshua, don't worry about it. They're not coming. Are you heard? Are you heard? That's why he's gone. Zakti Gemara.
No, but seriously, it's a big accomplishment. 18 daf is huge. Chai, chai daf. Now, I, I do have to warn you that it's not always going to be agadatus and, and great stories and we're going to have good sugis, but keep it up. It's kedai. The, the amount of uh, feeling of accomplishment is tremendous. It's kedai. Torah Abonon. Shura Haroya we have we have two spies here from the, the Israeli Shia. I see. I see Yaakov and I see Moshe Ehrenfeld. So the kids are it's uh they're a little worried. Shura Haroya So Bashura, we, we spoke about these rows and we we're, we're familiar with these rows. Exactly how it worked in those days. It was I think it was similar, maybe not exactly the same thing. But you have rows of people that menachmavel, the avelim in the middle. Either the other walks and they stand, or they stand, they walk. The point is that people in the inside are saying amokim yinachim and words of comfort. So we spoke about the outer rows. The inner rows, the Gemara just qualifies a little bit. If the outer row doesn't see the, the oval and he can't even hear what they're saying, so what's the point? He, they're not positive from Kriyashma. This is interesting that it didn't start today. These people are very curious to look. They have no idea. What, what side are you from? I'm from the side of the mace. I'm, I'm from the side of the, the curious people. I want to see how they bury somebody. I have no idea who it is. Yeah. Especially, you know, children, bachrim, whatever. So those people that come to look, they have no ptura at all. So now we're going to go into a whole sugya of... I guess I made a mistake. I said that uh, all 24 halachas are all to the end of the Amid. I forgot we have a whole different Amid talking about something else completely. Now we have the Pasuk. We're going to discuss the Pasuk of Ein Chachma, Vein Tfuna, Vein Eitzel, Neged Hashem. When it comes to Chil Hashem, when it comes to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it doesn't matter how smart you are and how, how much Tfuna you have. If you're creating a Chil Hashem, it doesn't matter who you are. It can be Reb Chaim Kenevsky, Galadar, whoever it is, you have to stop doing what you're doing. That what? That if a person is wearing shatnas, even if it's extremely embarrassing, he must disrobe immediately. He finds out that he's wearing shatnas, he's in the middle of a drush, he's in front of 10,000 people, Yachikala, has to take off his pants or whatever it is. Mamish, he has to embarrass himself. Why? Yeah, imagine, see him in shatnas. In front of 90,000 people, his biggest enemy from Shul comes over here. By the way, I have put shatnas in your pants. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, right there. You can't even go to the back. You can't, right there, he has to take it off. So what's pshat? Now the one's going to see. So the big problem is shatnas, and that remains, and that's a constant. Shatnas you have to remove. There's no chachma. There's no tfuna. There's no. You can't write a tshuva about this. There's no. There's no way out of this. You have to take it off. So what about You have an oval who's leading the pack. He's leading the funeral procession, and he decides there's a fork in the road. And he decides to go on the, on the fork, the side of the fork that has Tumah. And in the procession, like every procession, this Koyhanim, are they allowed to follow him? Says, says the Bryce. You follow him. To give him honor. There's no joke when it comes to Akash Baruch Hu. If you're doing an Isra, you have to stop right there. What's this honor you give a guy? We're not talking about a tumidur raisa. We're talking about a base pras. What's a base pras? There was a, a grave, and they, they plowed the field, and they were concerned that the plowing caused uh, small fragments of bones to scatter across the field, and you might touch one of those fragments that's the size of a kisaira barley. Not, 
Adurabanan. Yes, we're going to see that's exactly what it is. Kavay, giving honor to people. And what's the pshat? We'll see in a second. You guys remember the picture of the person on all four blowing the base of pras? Oh, how do you know? Here, I have it just in case you forgot what it looks like. This is the only picture on the internet that shows a person getting on all four and blowing. If you're new to the shear, it's not a chiddush if you were here in other mesechtas. But he is wearing trelis in case you're concerned that it's a, a sports figure or anything like that. He's wearing a yarmulke, trelis. It's not a problem, they said. So this is what a, literally gets an all four. It's, a, it's crazy. He gets an all four in a field. You, have you ever been to a plowed field? Get all, and starts blowing his way. He puts his mouth as close to the ground as possible. And he blows the fragments. If there's a fragment, it's going to blow to the side. Now, he doesn't just blow straight. It goes back and forth because, you know, he has his whole body. Kids are, and that's how he makes his way all the way to the base Hamikdash. This is talking about a person that wants to bring a carbon Pesach. That's the only time that we allow him. Akapanim, you see the concept. It was a Deiraisa, we wouldn't allow him to do this. There's no way out of a Deiraisa. The Rabban said, you know what, get on all four and blow. And if a lot of people walk through it, it's tar. Now, real quickly, you look at Rashi, like 10 lines down, in Rashi, so Rashi says, Beautiful. The key in the Rabbanon who da'asur, it's only the Rabbanon. Rabbanon who da'achlua li'karayu gabi avel. Rabbanon remoichel their covet. What is this? This is Rabbanon saying, we are makbed that you should do what we say. In this case, we're going to take a back seat to the avel and we'll let you give the, him covet rather to give us covet. Toshma. Domer Rebbe Lozabar Tzadok. Rebbe Lozabar Tzadok was a kain. We would step over the Coffins of the dead. You, should, you could do this even for the Goyish kings. Does anybody remember where we had this? <laughs> Very good. The guy's doing Chazar. On Testament Bays, we learned that he said, he's, uh, in the Sugi of Yisrum Shalahava, he said, I had to pay a king, Adasim. He says, You should pay anyways to go see a king, because the mitzvah to see a king. How could Rebbe Lezbar Tzadok, a kain, step on an Aaron? There's a concept. If there's a body in a coffin, but the coffin is more than a tefach above him, so what happens is the tumor gets stuck in the coffin. If the, if the coffin is closer to his body, then it's and it comes out. We're not going to go into the whole halacha. This works only if there's an opening on the side also. Fine, and that's why on the street, we go through this every time. In the Merkaz, there's two giant pipes in the, in the island. That's taking away Tuma away from the graves over there. It's not a Miklat. It was done for Koyhanim. Anyway. Most coffins, the bodies are pretty skinny. So to the top of the coffin, there's some room. Uh, once in a while, you get a Gazunta guy in there. Now, Chacham said, never go on top of a, a coffin, because maybe in the coffin, there's a, a guy that has a lot of calories, and his body is right next to the top of the coffin, and his tomb is became oil, and you're a coin, you're going to get Tommy. In this case, in order to see a king, the cover of the king, Chacham removed their halacha. Toshma. Rashi brings two examples. Toilet paper is one of them. In those days, it was a stone. 
you're allowed a muktza, you're allowed to bring a stone to the bathroom. And nowadays we have something similar. If you're stuck without cut toilet paper, I think the Allah is, look it up yourself, but you're allowed to cut the paper not on the dotted lines. If you mamish need for covered abrius, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be a bazaar. Between your knees and Okay, fine. You should do it. Uh, he's saying, Shloik uh, uh, with uh, what is it called? You do it with Shinoi. Thank you. The other one is if a person sits his rip, caramelous, okay, fine. I call upon him that for human dignity, that a person shouldn't be embarrassed, we could be doicha de Rabbanam. This is a law that says you have to listen to Chachamim. So the Gemara understands it right now, very important to understand. The Gemara understands he means. If Chachamim came up with the, uh, the Iraisa, explanation in the Iraisa, let's say, through they said, this is the halacha, but it's a Iraisa halacha, but us Chachamim decided that's what's going on, because of Xer Shava, because of Kavachon, whatever it is, that's a Loisasur, but it's really a Iraisa. Everybody laughed at him. At the end of the day, you're dealing with a Iraisa. He said something, let's understand what he said. Don't make fun of him. We're not talking about a deraisa, we're talking about a derabanon, derabanon. Every derabanon is also a deraisa because of leisasur. Meaning, when rabbanon made up their own gzera, that is included in the isur of leisasur. You have to listen to rabbanon, but rabbanon removed their isur because of a covet of of a king, of or whatever, covered abrio is human dignity. When it comes to Hashavah Saveda, sometimes you don't have to return it. A coin is not mechuyiv to go into a cemetery and become tamay to return an Aveda. He is a very chash of a person. Some say, return him, say that he's a tamachachim, even not. It's, not, it's below his dignity. If he may earns more money than the object is worth, why should he lose a thousand dollars to return a five dollar watch? What there's no monkey business? There's a mitzvah. We should learn shatnis from there that he shouldn't have to take off his clothing. Mammon is a lighter iser than iser. Then it's a lighter iser than iser of shatnis. Toshma. Let's see if I have the thing real quickly. Anyways, it says in the Pasuk four times. I did this last second, that's why it's not 100%. From here we learn that a mace mitzvah, you have to be metamah for a mace mitzvah. A, a father, a husband, a wife, you're not metamah for a regular mace. But if there's nobody else to deal with the mace, you're metamah. From the word lavev, I learned a mace mitzvah. From the word li'imoy, even if the guy is a nazir, he has to do it. Even if he's a kind gadol and a nazar, he has all these things, all these chumras, meis mitzvah breaks it all. And finally, La'achoyse tells me that if there's a meis mitzvah and he's on his way to do a bris milah for his son, which is karis, Pesach is karis, he, he should break it. Maybe he should be metam to any meis. I'm just loyit You can't be metam to any meis. Maybe he shouldn't be metamah for mitzvah. I just said the whole Sefri Rashi brings it down. 
all the different drushes that we learned from that pasuk. Amai lemein chachmai lemein tefuna lemein eitzel neged Hashem. At the end of the day, he has to be mekayim carbon pesach. Shani hosin dechsivul achoisoi. No, there's a special meal that you have to be metamah from Mace Mitzvah. But I should learn shatnas. We can do this again tomorrow, but at the end of the day, we should learn shatnas from there. He could take off his clothing. Shevat Taisa Shani. Shatnas, you're doing a, a kumba, say you're wearing something. Not bringing a carbon Pesach, you're not doing anything. The big question is, Rashi asked, what about Tumah? You became Tomei. The answer is, the Torah never said in that case that you can't be Tomei. There is no Isr Tumah in that case. Have a wonderful day.